from Broncos country. Welcome back to the Broncos podcast network in YouTube for the latest edition of Broncos. Now I'm your host, Sydney Jones, and it was a busy Monday here at the UC health training center. The team activated both outside linebacker, Randy Gregory and offensive lineman, Billy Turner from the PUP list and signed inside linebacker, Joe Schobert. We'll hear from all three of those guys coming up on tonight's episode. Those transactions were announced this morning. The Broncos activated both outside linebacker Randy Gregory and offensive lineman Billy Turner from the unable to perform list, and they returned to practice. Listen to what head coach Nathaniel Hackett had to say about both of those guys getting back out there. They played a lot of football, both of them. Um, so just their experience. I mean, they've been great in the meeting rooms up to this point. Um, but to actually get him out there and now show their work ethic, I think is going to be great. And both Randy and Billy spoke to the media today about returning to practice and how they feel physically and mentally. Compared to pre-surgery, um, you know, there's a lot of things I couldn't do uh, that normally even you guys should be able to do. Uh, so, you know, going out there and playing on it like that uh, has been kind of tough, but... You know, I'm a fighter, so, you know, I tried to fight through it. But like I say, it got to a point where we had to really take care of that. And, um, you know, it's uh, the, the mobility aspect of it, just the range of motion has probably been the biggest thing. Um, striking, you know, I've been able to do that. And, um, you know, ripping and things like that. Just getting on the field and be able to, you know, work those moves out. It's kind of something that's up in the air. Um, I feel very confident about it, but it's just something I haven't done in a few months. You know, I know what it takes to go out and play a game for 60 minutes against uh, any team in this league. So it's not a mental aspect as much as it is, like I said before, the physical, the timing part of this, getting back into the groove of football. You know, these other guys out here have had two and a half, three week head start on me. So it's kind of trying to pick up and recover that ground as I go on as quick as possible. The Broncos also signed inside linebacker Joe Schobert today. Schobert is a seventh year player that has totaled 647 tackles, 11 sacks, 10 interceptions, three passes defensed, 10 forced fumbles, and three fumble recoveries during his career. He spoke with the media today and discussed what he adds to this defense. Take a listen. A lot of experience I've played, and this has been my seventh different defensive scheme in seven years. So it's just nuts to think about, but I've been pretty much on every single scheme you can have um, in the NFL, and I played a lot of uh, with a lot of good guys and a lot of good defenses. So I just want to bring experience and help the room uh, grow. Coach Hackett also details what he likes about Joe Schobert in his game. Schobert's a guy that is another experienced guy that we know we can put in there, and he can play right away, um, and he can bring that leadership. You know, he, again, I think he's had a, a lot of years with hundreds of tackles, so I think that's always a positive thing. And somebody that has played special teams, done a lot of different things, I think it's going to definitely help us throughout that. Now joining me here in the Broncos podcast studio is Broncos lead writer, Eric Dalala per usual. Eric, what a busy Monday down here at the UC Health Training Center. A lot of transactions this morning. It really was, yeah. Uh, two of the bigger names from this free agent class coming off the PUP list, of mm -hmm. course, and Billy Turner and Randy Gregory, and then adding a veteran inside linebacker in Joe Schobert. It, uh, it was a busy morning. Yeah. You mentioned Randy and Billy. Let's talk. Let's start with them. You know, we heard from them earlier in the show, but what do you really like about their game and what does this mean for the team that, now that they're coming back? Yeah, I mean, we talked, I guess, a couple weeks now, and I yeah. said if they weren't back by the last week of August, I would start to be a little bit concerned in terms of their mm -hmm. availability for week one. They're back ahead of that, so I, I like where the Broncos are. You know, you still got essentially almost a month until that regular season opener, so plenty of time to get these guys kind of in form, in football shape, 
um, in sync with the playbook, in sync with their teammates. Not sure if we'll see them in preseason or not, but even if you don't, I think there's plenty of time left for these guys. So that's really good news. And they each bring something a little bit different. I mean, we heard Nathaniel Hackett talk about Randy Gregory's burst off the line, um, his relentless motor, and how when they watched tape of this Cowboys uh, defense before the preseason game, they kept noticing Randy Gregory and said, man, we're really glad that he's not going to be out there right. when we play them this weekend. Uh, so he's going to be that other piece, kind of the matching um, dueling pass rusher with Bradley Chubb. He's a longer, more athletic guy. I think Bradley Chubb is that power rusher. Um, and so I think they complement each other really well. It'll be exciting to see them on the field together. And, mm -hmm. you know, when they put this defense together, this is what they envisioned. So we'll finally get a chance to see what that looks like. Obviously, with the quarterbacks in the AFC West, you need those pass rushers. And with uh, Bradley Chubb and Randy Gregory, they're going to get them. Then you talk about Billy Turner, and I think he's a guy that has a chance to really step in right away and be that right tackle. Obviously, Calvin Anderson struggled a little bit against Micah Parsons in joint practice against the yeah. Cowboys. And then in the game, you know, I, I thought it was so-so in terms of the Broncos' pass protection. Didn't give up any sacks, but there were some pressures. I think Billy's the type of guy with his connection to Justin Out and the offensive coordinator and Nathaniel Hackett. He's got a chance to really step in right away. He's played in this system. He could be the right tackle if the Broncos want that. They might say, hey, we want you to be the right guard. His priority is let's just get in football shape. Let's get ready to go from a playbook standpoint. Yeah. Then he'll just play wherever they want him to. Eric, I know you asked Billy Turner where he would kind of hope to play and or where he thinks he will play. And he said, honestly, I have no idea because I play so many different positions, which I mean is great, great to have on the offensive line. Yeah, I mean, it's important because yeah. you're never going to get through a season. I mean, knock on wood, you hope that you do that you'll get through the season with your starting five, but it, it just rarely happens. And so to have a guy that if, say, a guard goes down and you need him to play guard and you've got a better option at right tackle, that's a good problem to have. Mm -hmm. I think that we hear a lot with the offensive line. It's not just about putting, you know, the best player who can play right tackle at right tackle. It's about how do you get the best overall starting five. And so mm -hmm. if Billy Turner somewhere else, plus Calvin Anderson is a, is a better know equation than having Billy Turner at right tackle and someone else at guard then yeah. then so be it and I think the coaches will kind of figure that out over the next couple of weeks mm -hmm. with the preseason obviously no offensive lineman except Calvin Anderson played no starting lineman played against the Cowboys maybe that'll change against the Bills or Vikings we'll just have to see but Billy Turner does give that versatility and that's a big reason why they signed him it's a big reason why they signed Tom Compton who obviously is still on PUP but mm -hmm. there's a chance that as these guys get healthy they're really going to have an opportunity to kind of play to their strengths, and if there are injuries, move some things around to fix that. Well, Coach Hackett did say there's no official timeline for both Randy and Billy, but I know we're all hoping they'll be back for the start of the season for week one. Unfortunately, inside linebacker Jonas Griffith, he suffered an elbow injury during Saturday's preseason game versus the Cowboys, obviously hoping his recovery won't be too long. I know Coach mentioned maybe four to six weeks, but the team announced, like you said earlier, that um, they signed veteran inside linebacker Joe Schobert. Eric, what did what do you know and like about him, and what does he really add to this defense? Yeah, I mean, I think with Jonas, first of all, four to six weeks, four would put him right at the edge of being ready yeah. for week one. And I think if you were, I don't want to say stuck, but if you were just, if you didn't have a lot of options behind him, you might feel compelled to rush him back just because he has played really well. Even in the first couple of snaps, mm -hmm. you could tell that Jonas was making an impact. Um with a guy like Joe Schobert, maybe it gives you a little more flexibility to say, hey, let's make sure Jonas is fully healed. Let's not rush him back. If he needs six or seven weeks, let's make sure he's good to go for the rest of the season. Because in Schobert, you have a proven 
inside linebacker, a guy who is a tackling machine, five straight seasons with at least 100 tackles, 144 tackles in 2017 as he made the Pro Bowl. He's good for a couple of forced fumbles every year. He's good for a couple of interceptions every year, um, a few tackles for loss, a few sacks. I mean, he's a guy that does a little bit of everything, which kind of dates back to college where he also played some outside linebacker at Wisconsin. Um, but him and Josie Jewell there, if they end up being the starters in the middle, I think two smart guys, uh, two guys who are going to be able to fill that void, stop the run. Obviously, we've seen Josie be athletic enough. Certainly last year, I thought, against running backs and tight ends. You know, was able to do his job in space. We'll see what the Broncos have in Schobert. Mm-hmm. He's a guy that's interesting just because, you know, he had four really good years in Cleveland and signed a huge deal with the Jaguars and then was shipped to Cleveland for, or excuse me, shipped to Pittsburgh for a late round pick and then was out of Pittsburgh after just one year. So you kind of wonder, well, he's played all these games. Why hasn't he stuck around? Right. But for a guy to, to sign a guy in training camp, it's rare to find a veteran that has this much experience who's ready to go someone who lives in Denver and you know reportedly passed up opportunities with other team other teams so mm-hmm. a good option but you do hope that Jonas Griffith gets back and yeah. then the Broncos should have a wealth of options of that position and I liked what coach Hackett said about Jonas Griffith too he said you know knowing him knowing his mindset knowing who he is as a person that he'll most likely want to be back for week one and will push to be back so Absolutely. that's one thing to look forward to Eric, before we wrap this up, I just want to hear your thoughts following the first preseason game. What were kind of your main takeaways for, you know, some of our fans who maybe didn't watch? Yeah, I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff. I think the returner in Montreal, Washington, he looked good. He gives you a burst that you haven't had in a long time. Obviously had 18-yard return, a 27-yard return. That's really good to see. The young wide receivers competing for that spot uh, behind K.J. Hamler, um, Montreal, Washington. Now, K.J. hasn't practiced recently, so if he's not ready to go week one or can only play limited snaps. Mm-hmm. You'll need a guy like a Kendall Hinton or a Seth Williams or Brandon Johnson to step up. So mm-hmm. they impressed me. Josh Johnson impressed me. You know, I don't think you'd seen his best football at times during training camp. I think you got a better sense of, Hey, here's what he could do if he needs to step in. So that was encouraging. Um, mm-hmm. The run game needs to be better. Nathaniel Hackett talked about that. The Broncos, I think averaged less than one yard per carry and did not get a single first down running the football that that has to be better I you know some of that I think is just it's backup offensive linemen you hope it's better with your starting unit especially you've got some bigger guys on the starting group Uh, and then one other thing you know there's plenty of other stuff but one other thing that stood out to me was Nathaniel Hackett's clock management at the end of the game or excuse me at the end of the first half yeah the uh, the Cowboys uh, were sacked Baron Browning recorded a sack instead of letting the clock kind of wind down with a minute 10 Nathaniel Hackett pushed it he called a timeout, was able to get the ball back to his offense, avoided a 10-second runoff with a uh, with a timeout, and then they pushed the ball down the field. And I liked that aggressiveness. You know, they were up uh, 14-0 at that time. It'd be easy to say, hey, let's take it to the locker room. And I think it also easy to be say, it would be easy to say, hey, that's just preseason, but it sounds like that's going to be Nathaniel Hackett's kind of go-to mantra, steal a possession. That's one of the things that have made the Patriots so, so good is they always steal that possession right before halftime and Mm -hmm. then they get the ball back. And before you know it, they've scored twice and you haven't touched the football. If the Broncos can get good at that and Nathaniel Hackett can manage the clock well, you're going to gain that advantage in what should be some really close games against the Chargers, the Chiefs, et cetera. And so to see Nathaniel Hackett handle that situation that way, I thought was a really good sign. Yeah. You mentioned Baron Browning too. He had a really great game. Seems like moving to the outside was a good move for him. But Eric, appreciate your insight always. We got a couple more days until we head to Buffalo for another preseason game. Yeah, exciting. First road trip.
Yeah. And following practice today, we caught up with several players as they were walking off the field. Inside linebacker Josie Jewell talked about the addition of Joe Schobert and rookie cornerback Damari Mathis reflected on his performance during Saturday's preseason game. Yeah, he's a veteran out here. Um, you know, he's seen a lot of play, whether it be in Cleveland, Jacksonville, or Steelers. So uh, he knows what he's doing. Um, so it was fun to get out there today, even though it was a totally new defense for him and he just came in. Um, so a lot, of, a lot of communication needed on there, uh, but did a great job of the first day and uh, bring some leadership to the team. I just feel good. Just first game out the way, um, you know, I was a little, not nervous, but I was a little um, antsy out there. Just getting out there, slowing my feet down, playing my technique, just trusting everything that my coach prepared me for. It was a good uh, experience out there. Speed compared to what you expected. Uh, shoot, our guys on offense, they work us real good, so it felt like the game was more slowed down. Now it's time to take a look at today's injury update. Coach Hackett updated the media on several injuries from Saturday's preseason game. Like I mentioned earlier in the show, inside linebacker Jonas Griffith suffered an elbow injury. Coach Hackett said he is expected to miss four to six weeks. Both safety Delarian Turner-Yell and cornerback Michael Ojemudia were evaluated for concussions on Saturday. But Hackett said they are both healthy and they both practice today. Melvin Gordon and Ronald Darby are both day-to-day. And guard Natane Muti underwent a procedure on his knee and will be out for a couple more weeks. Well, that's all the time we have for tonight's episode. Broncos Country, thanks so much for tuning in for another edition of Broncos Now. I hope you'll meet me right back here on the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube for another edition tomorrow evening.